Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Ominous Origins Podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this episode is still brought to you by the wonderful people over at MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Morbidly Beautiful is your one-stop shop for all things horror content related, from interviews, reviews, top 10 lists, and everything in between. They also have a great library of podcasts, which I highly suggest you go check out right after this episode here. Speaking of this episode, I thought I'd take things back a little bit. We've been doing a lot of true crime lately, and it's getting a little depressing, if I'm gonna be completely honest. So we're gonna go back to the origins of Ominous Origins and take a look at something a little supernatural, but kind of real-world supernatural. I'll explain. Now, we've all had that feeling of, well, maybe I just saw somebody I knew, but that's impossible because that person either died or maybe moved or you haven't seen them in decades and you wouldn't even know what they look like, but there's a familiarity about them. Maybe, just maybe, you're sitting on the bus or the subway and out of the corner of your eye, somebody gets off the bus and you're like, wait, that guy looked a lot like me. Yeah, it's a spooky phenomena and you've probably heard about it before. Today we're going to talk about the doppelganger. Yeah, that creepy fellow who is kind of like your evil twin. Has anything ever happened in real life when it comes to a doppelganger? Has anybody ever seen their doppelganger? Well... Those are some questions that we will potentially answer today. But if we don't, well, that's where the mystery comes in, and that's the fun part of this podcast. This is The Doppelganger. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. Ominous. So what is the doppelganger. Well, Professor Geller from Mythology.net describes the doppelganger as such. It's usually a spirit or an evil twin that looks exactly like you or somebody else. The German word translates literally to double goer. According to legend or folklore, if you spot your double, it's an omen of a dreadful disease or even the possibility of death in your near future. In modern society, a doppelganger also refers to a person who is very similar to you in the way they look and act. Now, if you've ever scrolled through social media, you've probably seen these kind of posts before where it's like the glitch in the matrix thing and there's five people sitting on a bus who all look exactly the same. They're dressed the same from their shirts to their shoes, the same colors, everything. Haircuts exactly the same, same color, same length. It's creepy. And sometimes you think maybe it's photoshopped, and maybe it is, it could be, you never know. Or it could be a bunch of weird doppelgangers just kind of meeting up to go cause some havoc because that's what happens, apparently. Dreadful disease or possibly death is in your future if you spot these doppelgangers. Although I guess it wouldn't be a doppelganger if you don't spot yourself. That would just kind of be like a deja vu if you saw the same person twice in 10 minutes from different areas. Or people who look exactly the same, I should say. Not necessarily the same person. That would be more of a deja vu moment. But, I mean, there's a similarity. There's something that you can draw a parallel to there. And maybe there is a connection between deja vu and doppelgangers. I don't know. I haven't looked that far into it just yet. But it's definitely an interesting theory. Professor Geller here goes on to describe the origins of the doppelganger. And I'm gonna just going to read his article for you. Because it sounds very, very interesting. Now, apparently stories of doppelgangers date back to ancient myth and legend. The theme of an evil twin or haunting ghost replica have featured numerous times in literature and art, 
depicting an innate fascination with the concept, whether real or imaginary. The concept of a good and evil twin is noted as far back as the 5th century BC in an ancient Iranian religion called Zoroasterianism. The two primal spirits were the sons of time and represented darkness and light. The ancient Egyptians also believed in the existence of a Ka, or spirit double. The spirit twin allegedly had the same memories as the original individual, so we're talking, don't shoot me, I'm the original Connor. That is the clone, or the replica. Yeah, we're talking Detroit become human at this point, but you get the point. It's been used in hundreds of movies and TV shows throughout time. You know the scene I'm talking about. In an Egyptian version of the Trojan War story, a spirit double was sent instead of the actual Helen. The Ka was such a perfect replication of Helen that it fooled everybody and a war was averted. Native American mythology also incorporates twins, the Hopi twins. In their cosmology, they believed the afterlife mirrored the land of the living. The duality extended to the twins called the Child of Water and the Child of Sun. Norse mythology tells of a similar ghostly double which is said to perform the actions of a person just before they do. The spirit will often smell or sound like or even have the same voice as the original person. And lastly, the Scottish tales from the Orkney Islands describe mystical baby snatchers who replace real human babies with replicas. Trows or mythical fairy creatures allegedly swapped their sickly babies with human babies who were healthy. The replacement babies would immediately change to look exactly like the human baby and fool the poor parents until the baby fairy became ill and well died. That's sad and terrible and reminds me of another myth that I think we might have talked about on this show. I can't remember. There's been like 200 episodes plus now over the last five years. I can't remember every single one. I do apologize. The Breton's version called the Anku was said to be the harvester of souls. Citing him, much like citing a twin spirit, would be an omen of certain death. Dressed in a dark cloak with a hat and a scythe in hand, he would then get the newly dead souls to help him harvest more souls. So it's kind of like a pyramid scheme for the Grim Reaper, I guess? Interesting. Interesting indeed. The article doesn't stop there though, and Mythology.net and Professor Geller go on to explain some real circumstances featuring doppelgangers. So I promised you some real world things, here we go. The great Abraham Lincoln was supposedly an open-minded statesman who recognized the existence of the paranormal world. He reported seeing his doppelganger in the mirror on more than one occasion. Hate to break it to you, buddy, but that's just your reflection. I mean, this was oldie times. I can't expect him to be super smart. It's Abraham Lincoln, for Christ's sake, but I mean, come on, come on, son. You just looked into a mirror and saw yourself. Anyway, in 1860, shortly after Lincoln was elected, he claimed to see a double reflection of himself in the mirror. He asserted that the second reflection looked remarkably weaker and paler. His wife believed it was a bad omen, suggesting he would finish his first term, but not make it to the end of his second. Which I guess we all know the story of that. But I still think he just saw himself. Maybe he was drunk. Maybe he needed better glasses. I don't know, but uh, it's a little fishy. Prior to that, writer, poet, and statesman Johann Wolfgang von Goethe claimed to encounter Doppelganger during his life from 1749 to 1832. He alleged he was headed by horse to Drusenheim after ending a relationship with a girl called Friedrika. Von Goethe came across an exact double of himself, also on a horse headed in the opposite direction. The only difference was that the doppelganger had on a gold-trimmed gray suit. 
Von Goethe was on the same road eight years later, heading in the same direction his doppelganger had been, and suddenly noticed he was wearing the exact same gold-trimmed gray suit he had seen his ghostly double wear. So, premonition. Something from the future, uh, an echo, you could say. Maybe that's what that was. It didn't seem to be that too much of an ill omen, however. So perhaps it wasn't a doppelganger after all, just some sort of weird time shift anomaly of that something that can even happen. Which I'm sure maybe it can. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. Not even close. Science isn't my specialty. Just pseudoscience and mythology. Not quite the same thing. That wasn't Von Goethe's only experience with a doppelganger, apparently, as he claimed to have seen one of his friends as well, dressed in Von Goethe's own robe. Upon turning home, he found his friend wearing the exact same robe he had seen the man's wraith-like double in earlier. That's kind of spooky. And I've heard stories of those before, mostly on Reddit, so you take those for what you can. You know you can't really take everything you see on Reddit for gospel, but hey, the stories are fun sometimes. And there were a couple that I've read where it's something like, a man walks into his house and sees his wife sitting at the kitchen table eating dinner. Thinks nothing of it, goes upstairs and finds his wife asleep in bed. Goes back downstairs and nobody's at the table. One of the creepier ones I've ever read, and this one always gives me the chills, is one featuring a man and his wife. I believe it is that anyway, they get home from wherever they were. And the man looks into the window of their house as they're going to the front door and he catches a glimpse of somebody in the living room. So he looks over and he sees his wife standing there doing something. I don't know what it is. She's just moseying around the house doing whatever she was doing. He doesn't say anything about it. Kind of shits himself a little bit, but just goes in the house anyway. Nobody's there. Everything's fine and dandy, but this eats at him. Over time, he eventually tells his wife, you know, when we went out the other day, I saw you standing in the living room. I know you were right behind me, and I know it wasn't you. I guess I was just seeing things, maybe just a reflection. And she stops and goes, Honey, I saw it too. For some reason, that gave me the chills. Still, recalling that story right this moment gives me the chills. Doppelgangers are creepy. It's that uncanny valley thing, something that shouldn't be, but is, but isn't quite what it's meant to be. Oh, robots like that, like like that Sophie AI robot. I think that's what it's called. That thing gives me the heebie-jeebies. But let's just go on with more real doppelganger stories. Quote unquote real, anyway. Another commonly cited doppelganger encounter is one of Emily Sagi. Emily was a school teacher in the 1840s in a private school in what is now known as Latvia. She had been quite a job hopper up until then, having 19 jobs in 16 years. That's nothing, I've had like 30 jobs in like 5 years, so I mean amateur. Now, her students were the first ones who spotted her double when she was teaching class. The specter appeared next to her as she wrote on the board, imitating her movements exactly. It was spotted again when the teacher was busy working in the school garden and also seen concurrently in her ghost form in another classroom. Adventurous students decided to try and pass through the wraith-like figure and succeeded. They allegedly reported feeling thick material when they passed through it. The teacher was said to feel drained and helpless at the times of the sightings. So you may have noticed a trend here in that a lot of these stories take place in the 1800s, well before modern science and technology really is what it is today or what it even was 100 years ago. You know, it's hard to explain things when you don't know things exist. So what are the modern explanations for today's theory on doppelgangers? Well, the easy parallel to draw is head injury or hallucinations. Easy to go, easy to come, 
it is possible one or more of these people have hit their head and, well, now they got a little bit of a brain injury, so they start seeing things. You also gotta remember that this isn't a time where medicine and maybe nutrition and exercise and all that sort of stuff wasn't really thought of as it is today. So what do I mean by that? Well, maybe Abraham Lincoln was, you know, a little malnourished when he saw a double reflection. Maybe Van Gogh was riding a little too long and was sleep deprived and saw himself just coming back and the suit was a coincidence or a self-fulfilling prophecy. The teacher is a little harder to explain other than the kids were just full of shit and were fucking with her. That's all I can think of on that one. But beyond fuckery and head injuries and hallucinations, it could be the result of a psychiatric phenomenon known as hodoscopy. Sources describe the phenomenon as viewing your own body from a distance and it is said to be due to schizophrenia or epilepsy. So again, brain injury, mental illness, eh, you know, we're getting there. We're getting somewhere now. One other explanation may exist for the eerie spirit double if one is open to the supernatural. Could it be another you, an exact copy from an alternate reality or an alternate dimension perhaps? It's a weird thing to think about and I don't really have an answer for it. I've never really met a doppelganger. Sure, I've met people who look like me, but I'm not anything special. Just picture generic white male, mid-30s, with stubble. You've just imagined me. I swear to God, you've just pictured what I look like exactly. So it's not too uncommon to run into people who are similar in appearance, but I've never met an exact double. I've never met an exact double of anybody, except one time. I was on the subway and I sat down and I swear to God, standing across from me was my friend's girlfriend but she looked right through me. I looked at her like, hey, what's going on? And she just didn't acknowledge my existence. So I'm assuming it wasn't her or she was trying to hide the fact that she was out when she wasn't supposed to be maybe with somebody, I don't know. So I tell my friend about it later and he said, no, she's been home all day. So I, I don't know what happened there, but uh, maybe that was just my brain playing tricks on me, but it was a spinning image, if nothing else. But let me know, what would you do if you found your doppelganger just out there in the world and you were grocery shopping and in front of you there was somebody who was just very, very familiar and they turn around you meet eyes and, well, Jesus Christ, you shit yourself because you just looked into a mirror, what would you do? I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'd want to talk to them, I guess, and see who they are, but, I mean, that could be risking even worse ill omens. Just spotting them means death. What does interacting with them or talking to them mean? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know if I want to find out, but if you've ever had an experience, please let me know on social media, anywhere you can find me. You know, that's coming up in a minute anyway, where I'm going to tell you where you can find me. But that is going to do it for me this week. My name is Casey. This is the Ominous Origins Podcast. If you like what you heard, please feel free to leave a five-star rating on Spotify. You can do that on the mobile app. If you do do that, please let me know via social media, direct messages, or whatever that you have done that, and I'll give you a nice shout-out on the show. Somebody did it recently, giving us an even 20 in 5-star rating, so that's pretty awesome. Thank you to the person who did that earlier this week. And you can still indeed leave a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts as well, and any 5-star rating on there will be read out on the show, so another great way to get a shout-out. Beyond that, you can find me on Twitter at HorrorShotsProd, as in production, on Instagram at OminousOriginsPod, or on Facebook at HorrorShots. So, until next week.